Welcome, my little dumplings. I'm Grammy Maisie, and you've arrived at my cottage on a very special day. Have a seat, cupcakes. Comfy? Good. As you know, it's nearly Halloween. I love Halloween. Renewal is in the air, along with the scent of pumpkin spice and all sorts of treats. Every Halloween, I invite children in need to visit my cottage for a very special spooky story time. This year, you are the lucky few. I've got three tales of terror to entertain you. Thank you, my muffins. As you can see, I've set out candy, bread, cakes, and anything you could want. So eat up. Wonderful, my little tartlets. You'll be fat and happy by the time we are done. Get comfy. We're about to start. Now, don't judge the star of our very first story too harshly. She's a victim of a society that expects women to stay young and desirable forever. She's only doing what she has to do to survive. Please meet Angie Beatty. Angie, baby, everything go all right? Yes, Papa. Okay. Tell the radio goodnight. The next morning, Angie, baby, went to the kitchen for breakfast with her Papa. Angie looked about 17, young, healthy, voluptuous. Her appetite was never-ending. Her Papa, Ed, on the other hand, looked haggard and older than his years. A nervous man, he looked after Angie Baby the best he could. Angie Baby, breakfast is ready. Good morning, Papa. Good morning, Angie. What have I told you, Papa? Oh, yes, I'm... I'm so sorry. Good morning, Angie Baby. Good morning, Papa. You look refreshed this morning. Thank you, Papa. Last night was productive. Stevenson's residence. This is Edward speaking. How may I help you? Yes, Mrs. Latimer. How are you this lovely morning? Really? All night? No, I, I don't think he made it over here. Uh, oh, of course, I'll, I'll ask Angie Baby right now. Angie Baby, Mrs. Latimer is looking for Craig. She's wondering if you saw him last night. No, Papa. I went to bed early last night. I'm sorry, Mrs. Latimer. We'll keep an eye out for him. Maybe it's time we move on. So soon? We haven't been here that long. Please, I can't. Papa, you're being belligerent. I don't like it when you're belligerent. Of course, I'm sorry. You know best, sweetheart. Well, it's turning out to be a busy morning. Good morning, Travis. What can I do for you? At their door stood Travis, the captain of the football team. Tall, handsome, every schoolgirl's dream. 
Where is he? Don't lie to me. I know he's here. Travis, what are you talking about? Craig, Mrs. Latimer just called me. She said she spoke to you, and you said Craig was never here. I know that's a lie. And how do you know that? I walked him here last night. I hid in the bushes and watched him ring the bell and come in. (laughs) You must be mistaken. No, no, you're right. He did show up here. I didn't want Mrs. Latimer to... To think less of me, letting a boy in my home after dark. What the hell? Language, Travis. Are you kidding? No, Travis. You can tell a lot about a person by the way they speak. Uh, Whatever. Where is Craig? He's here, but he's indisposed right now. I don't care what he is. Mrs. Latimer has always expected me to look out for him, and I always do. Oh, that's so sweet. It's nice you stayed friends with him after the accident. He's still my friend. The brain injury wasn't his fault. I heard he was driving, drunk, and that you got him the alcohol. That's not true. Still so sad. He's such a big, strapping young man. His whole future ahead of him, then... Jesus! I've already told you to watch your language. I won't say it again. You should listen to her, son. Papa! Okay, I'll take you to him. Angie, baby, are you sure you want to do that? I... What the fuck? Uh-uh. Yes, forgive me. Come with me. I promise you. I'll take you to him. You just have to follow me. Welcome to my bedoir. Craig? Craig, uh, are you okay? Why did you lock the door? I just wanted to make sure we weren't interrupted. Where is Craig? What's that? It's an old transistor radio. I found it in Egypt at a low point in my life. It's very special. I don't like games. That we have in common. Like last night, Craig showed up at my door, pitiful and alone. His injury makes him sort of slow and awkward, (laughs) but you know that. He was very insistent upon coming in. He said you had told him that I would be nice to him. He felt that because you had said this, I was obligated to do so. I mean, how could I refuse? I led him to my room. Just like I did you just now. He sat on the bed right where you are. The first thing I did was to turn on some music for my special radio to uh, set the mood. I like my music on the loud side. I hope you do. You see... The radio had special powers, and the sound hit Travis and Craig the night before like an axe. Ah! 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 That sound, it hurts. Oh, that's just what Craig said. (laughs) They collapsed on the floor in pain. You see, I was almost 60 when I found the radio. How can that be? 
you're only 17. <laughs> My actual age is, let's see, 123, I, I think. It's hard to remember. Uh, that, that, can't, that can't be how. The radio keeps me young, and in return, I feed it. Uh, feed it? What? Well, last night, Craig. <laughs> and for now, you. <laughs> and when the ravages of age start making my skin sag and my bones creak, I'll find another too eager boy. Angie Baby raised the radio high above her head. A blue mist reached out from within, lifting Travis off the floor, pulling him in, <laughs> making him smaller and smaller until he disappeared into its depth with all the others trapped inside. Now that that's done, I get my reward. With that, Angie Baby breathed in deeply. If you were there, you would have seen the boy trapped within the mist, no, 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 screaming please, no, and fighting please, to get out. No, no. Angie Baby opened her mouth. No, 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 please, and no, And Angie Baby eight. Afterwards, she returned to the man she called Papa, carrying the radio. Everything go okay? Yes, Papa. I definitely think it's time we move on from here. Angie, please, I, I can't go back in there. The screams, the fear, it's like being trapped in nothingness. The only reason I let you out is that you're useful to me. Stop being useful, and you know what happens. Angie, I've been good to you. I've helped you find them. I can't go back in. It's Angie Baby. No. Please, Angie Baby, please. Angie Baby slept well that night, satiated. In her sleep, the magic of the radio returned her once again to her younger self. The next morning, with the radio by her side, she left the house. Well, aren't you a pretty thing? Need a ride? Why, yes, sir. I do. (laughs) All you got is that radio? It's all I need. You can call me Angie. (laughs) Angie Baby. See, boys and girls, Angie Baby wasn't a bad person. She just did what she had to do to survive. Just like all of us. Eat some more cake, everyone, while I tell you a little tale I like to call Don't Look Back. Cassie and Luke were a young couple in the prime of life. God, I hate this road at night. It's just a road like any other road, Cass. Just... Creepy dirt road. Very funny, (laughs) jerk. They were driving down a spooky road on the way to a very important event. As if this road isn't creepy enough, this tree tunnel gives me anxiety. It's like the branches are reaching out for you. See? It's like the branches are trying to get us. Nancy Morgan said this road is haunted or, or cursed or whatever. Nancy Morgan smokes pot behind the gym. I wouldn't believe anything coming out of her 
let, let, let me try to restart it. What's wrong with the car? Won't start. How many times have I told you to buy a new car? Classic and junk are two very different things. And we can't stop here. You picked the spookiest, gnarled tree to stop under. We're in the middle of nowhere. It's not like I chose this spot to break down, Cassie. Just, just give me a minute. <clears throat> What's wrong? Just wait a minute. I, I just opened the hood. <laughs> Crap. <clears throat> really? No good. I, I can't do anything without some help. We'll, we'll have to walk the rest of the way to town. But that's like ten miles. You're right. It, it's already 7.30. We're going to be late no matter what. Great. Well, it's our engagement party. I guess we'll just have to wait. My mom's going to go ballistic. Look, I'll go. You stay here. You'll never make it in those hills. Ugh, you must be kidding. You can't leave me here alone. <laughs> You'll be fine. Nobody uses this road anymore since they put in the new paved highway. What about the hitchhiker that we saw back there? That was miles ago. We can't just sit here all night. Are you really leaving? Look, I'll be back in a couple of hours. There's nothing out here. It's just the road and the dark. And the old scary tree you stopped under. And the silence. It's not silent. Listen to the crickets happily singing. Great, that makes me feel better. As long as they are chirping, you know you're fine. They only stop if they sense danger. I can't believe this is happening. Nothing we can do about it, though. So, you just hunker down and I'll get some help. Just sit tight. I'll be back in no time. Look, Cassie, you're an adult. It's just a creepy road in darkness, and you're all alone stuck in a car that anyone can see into because it's 50% windows. That's not a scary thought. I think I'll just relax down on the floor. If I can't see it, it can't see me. Like a cat. Cassie hid on the floor and lost track of time. What am I, five? <laughs> What happened to the crickets? She dared not look out the window for fear of what she might see. Jesus, oh God, Luke, where are you? God, oh God, oh God! She hoped Luke would return and save her. Then the fear gripped her and she fainted. And time passed.
God. If anyone is in the car, you need to come out now. Ah, no, no, I can't. I can't go out there. Uh, sweetheart, miss, are, are, are you okay? I'm Officer Hartman. Are you hurt? I'm going to open the door. No, no, I can't. I need to get you out of here. But, but you need to unlock the door. No, no. We don't have time for this, honey. I can't. Cover your eyes. It's, it's okay. Let, let me help you up. I must have passed out. What time is it? It's uh, well after midnight. It's gonna be okay, kiddo. But we gotta get you out of here. You're safe now, I promise you. Here, give me your hand. That girl, okay. Let's get you into my car, alright? Whatever you do, don't look back, sweetie. What? Did you find Luke? Our car died. He was going to get help. What was that horrible thumping sound on the roof? No, don't look back. Oh, God! You can't help him now, sweetheart. Why do you have to go and look back, darling? Officer Hartley was right. Cassie couldn't help Luke. He had been dead for hours, hanged by a madman above the car that held the woman he loved. Luke. Luke. Come on now. In, in the car. going to need a team out on Mulberry Road. Full team, coroner's office and all. Luke. That sicko has hung another Luke. one. Same M.O. Hung him from a tree above his car. Luke. Got a survivor. The killer must not have known she was in the car or she would have ended up dead too. Luke. Like all the other couples. So, what's scarier than a homicidal maniac? A vengeful spirit. In our next story, the sins of Jenna and Mariah's past come back to haunt them, literally. One more for Carrie. Gone too soon, girlie. Wine is going to my head. I'm sorry to be a party pooper. I really have to get some sleep, Jenna. No, no please, let's let's stay up just a bit longer. I I don't sleep well anymore. Actually, that's kind of why I suggested this. I understand. It's hard to sleep. I keep thinking about Carrie too, but we've got to try. You can even cuddle me if that helps. No. Look, there's something else. It, it, it's gonna sound crazy, but like, you always said you were kind of like, you know, sensitive. So, like, you'll believe me, right? I believe a lot of people think they're playing with it when they aren't. And are messing with things they shouldn't be when they are. Why? You remember that game we played at Carrie's party that one time? Carrie had a lot of parties. You'll have to be more specific. You know the one I'm talking about? We played... What? You can say it. Bloody Mary. 
Yeah. Do you do you ever think about what we did to Kara that night you, me, and Carrie made her play Bloody Mary? Braceface? Not really. What do you mean, not really? She freaking died, Mare. How do you not think about that? Because it wasn't our fault, Jenna. Something killed her in there. Ghost, heart attack, whatever. But we didn't do it to her. game the girls at school are playing, like, like Bloody Mary, but instead they call her now, Price Face. They, they like candles and chant her name and crap. If, if one of the girls is being bullied, they, they tell Brace Face who's bullying her, and eventually the bully dies of what appears to be a heart attack. You can't be serious. You think Carrie's heart attack was because of her? That would mean someone had to sick Braceface on Carrie. Who would do that? Carrie's daughter played, and apparently she said her mom was bullying her. God, teenage girls, man. Vindictive. Little... Anyway, you remember that sucking sound Braceface used to make? That gross, wet sucking on her braces she was always doing? Carrie told me that she was hearing that sound, and she... She said she thought Braceface was haunting her. She, she said that she would hear her every night. That sound got closer and closer. And she... Oh, please. Mare, I, I think those kids played that game, and I think that, I don't know, they summoned Braceface or, or opened a portal or whatever, but now... I'm hearing her, Mare. I hear her at night. Every night. And she's getting closer. Stop screwing around with me, Jenna. We aren't 13 anymore. In fact, give me that wine. You've had enough. Mare, I'm serious. That's why I wanted to come over. I-I-I'm scared. I can't sleep anymore. Not alone. Ah! My god. You're serious. You really came here. Girl, mm -mm. no, you need to go home. Get away from me. You know I don't play with that kind of stuff anymore. Not after what happened to... to Kara. I'm not taking any more chances with any of it. I love you, but, like, go talk to a priest or something. Don't bring it here. It's too late, Mary. She's here with me. She, she follows me wherever I go. Like she can be everywhere at once. Like like a sickness. Carrie's daughter brought her to Carrie, and Carrie brought her to me, and I... I... So you concocted a reason to sleep over here because you wanted to pass on whatever this... this... haunting? Screw you, Jenna. What kind of friend are you? Look, look, if I'm right, it's too late. You're stuck with her. 
what, what I was thinking. What, what if, what if we can call her out and, and, you know, to talk to us. We can apologize to her, you know? Maybe, maybe if we can tell her that we really didn't mean to bully her and that we're sorry for shoving her in that room and... I'm, uh, I hate you for this, but you're right. I feel her. I hate you so much right now. Okay, how does this work? Just like Bloody Mary? Okay, so... Brace face. Brace face. She's already here. Don't call her that. She's mad enough already. Maybe just talk to her. Right, just talk to a girl who's been dead for over ten years. What do you suggest we say? Sorry you were a weirdo and we locked you in a bathroom overnight and left you there because we didn't know you had died. Yep, yep, I think that's working. Okay, well, I said sorry, so how about you now? But I I didn't really. Well, she clearly disagrees with you, so how about you apologize, too? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Grace, uh, I mean, Kara, look, we're sorry, okay? I didn't, I I never wanted to do that to you. It was all Mariah and Carrie! Are you serious right now? But, but I I know, I know, I didn't help. I left you in there, and I knew you had heart problems, and I didn't tell the other girls. (laughs) Jenna? Jenna? What's wrong? What's happening? to know if karma really is a bitch just ask jenna and mariah 
That's our last story for today. So, my little meat pies, Halloween is almost here, and I have so much baking to do. Here, let me show you out. That's good. Right this way. That's right. <laughs> Everyone inside. Ah, fresh supplies. This Halloween is going to be epic. Happy Halloween. <laughs> This has been Grammy Maisie's Halloween Horror Hoot Nanny, starring Stephanie Bell as Grammy Maisie, Michelle Bachman as Angie Baby and Mariah, Jason Real as Travis and Officer Hartley, Emily Unash as Cassie, Alex Price as Luke, First Truck Driver and Additional Kara Voice, Katrina Dixon as Jenna, Kevin Mann as Ed, Stacey Barrera as Kara, Tanner Bragg as Craig and Second Truck Driver, Jodice Alcosier, Adam Gannon, Isaiah Mora as Angie's Victims, and Jet Batista as Angie's Victim and Additional Kara Voice. Written by Katrina Dixon and Kevin Mann, produced and directed by Kevin Mann.